This is a Cato Special Podcast. I'm Caleb Brown. President Bush has laid out a $3.1 trillion spending plan for the federal government. In his eight years in office, Bush has presided over spending growth that more than doubles growth during the Clinton years. Chris Edwards, Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, offers a few highlights and lowlights of Bush's latest spending plan. This is from the New York Times. Mr. Bush's 2009 budget estimates that federal receipts will decline this year by $47 billion to $2.5 trillion, mainly because of the soft economy and a decline in corporate income tax receipts. At the same time, federal spending is expected to rise this year by $201 billion to a total of $2.9 trillion. Now, aside from actually declining revenues, that's a trend for Bush. Spending has outstripped revenues for his entire term as president, hasn't it? The new uh, Bush budget is a continuation uh, of his prior budget policies, gigantic deficits, huge increases in spending, and frankly, dishonest accounting. He uses smoke and mirrors to show that the, the federal budget picture is better than it is. Um, to give you one example of that, uh, President Bush says the deficit next year will be $400 billion. Uh, in fact, he's only included uh, about $70 billion for his so-called global war on terror, but the global war on terror has uh, has cost $200 billion in the last few years. So it seems to me no matter whoever is the next president, uh, the, 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 federal, the federal spending on the, the war on terror will be much higher than Bush's is suggesting here. The federal deficit will be up over $500 billion for a number of years. Is that standard for presidents to leave the next president some a financial situation where they have to approve a lot of spending right away in order to make the previous books look good? No, there were, President Clinton used some smoke and mirrors in his annual budgets, but uh, I must say that the President Bush has really even outdone President Clinton in, in a lot of different ways. For, for example, over Bush's eight years in office uh, now with this new budget, federal spending will have increased 67%. That is more than double President Clinton's increase of just 32% over his eight years in office. This is from uh, the Wall Street Journal. Rosier assumptions when compared with those compiled by the Congressional Budget Office add more than $300 billion in assumed federal revenues under Mr. Bush's budget. These assumptions, which in turn increase predicted federal revenues, cut the predicted deficits for 2012 and 2013 by at least $80 billion and $109 billion, respectively. Don't presidents always use ro- rosier budget numbers when they're trying to make projections? No, last year, in fact, President Bush's budget had very similar uh, assumptions as, as the Congressional Budget Office. This year, Bush assumes higher GDP spending. He's calling for a, uh, a, a so-called stimulus package this year, even though he's assuming that uh, the federal, that uh, the economy is going to grow by about two and a half percent this year, um, which, which puts in doubts why we even need a so-called stimulus package. Um, Bush's projection of a balance in the budget by 2012, frankly, is, is ridiculous. He, he's, he's suggested that, that the, def, the, the deficit's always going to be reduced and eliminated in future years down the road, but then it never seems to actually materialize because Bush's, Bush always pushes for big increases in the current year spending, but pretends that there will be restraint in the later years. Well, that, that's really phony accounting. Under the Clinton years, wasn't the spending restraint due largely to the divided government that Bush did not have the benefit of during six of his eight years in office? 
Look, presidents can always veto spending bills, and the problem with the first six years or so of uh, Bush's presidency is that because Republicans controlled Congress, he just simply didn't want to uh, alienate uh, Republicans in, in Congress, and he had all his own spending priorities, like defense, like education. Um, he wanted big increases in those areas, so he essentially log-rolled with Congress and allowed Congress big increases in all its area, on all the areas that it, it favored. Uh, President Bush has has not and never been a fiscal conservative. Frankly, he loves spending, and you can and you can see it not just in the numbers, but in the language they use in the budget. Even the few areas that President Bush proposes cutting and restraining in the budget, he suggests not that taxpayers should get that money back, but that programs that are cut or restrained, the money should be spent on other more so-called effective programs. So this president is, is someone, frankly, who just does not know how to cut. What of his proposed reforms of Medicare and Medicaid? Well, realistically, that's not going to happen this year because the Democrats control Congress and they're against that. I mean, I think it's a it's a good thing. President Bush has a few um, uh, proposed reforms in this budget that perhaps if we get a President McCain next year, he will actually take up and and uh, he will have some proposals ready to go. If if a President McCain actually believes in uh, restraining spending, we will we will see. I mean, the president has proposed. Occasionally, some good policies reforming Social Security, um, reforming the health care, uh, the treatment of health care taxation. Um, these are good ideas that Bush um, hasn't really been effective at pushing. Hopefully, a President McCain, if that's who the nominee is, will, will take up some of the good ideas and actually try to push them. Detail some other areas of this uh, phony accounting. Well, President Bush, again, calls for only one-year relief from the alternative minimum tax, the so-called AMT, um, and he assumes that in later years the federal government will get this gusher of tax revenue because AMT relief is not provided. The reality is is that Congress rightfully extends AMT relief every year. Uh, Both Democrats and Republicans agree on AMT relief so the reality is in future years, um, AMT relief will be extended, but Bush does not budget for that. And frankly, that was just dishonest accounting to pretend that the deficit falls when it actually won't. Chris Edwards is Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. The Cato Handbook on Policy sets the standard in Washington for real cuts in federal spending, taxes, and power. It's an issue-by-issue detailed blueprint for reducing the federal government. It's available for download and purchase at Cato.org.